Hey, special educators, I'm Jennifer from Positively Learning. Welcome to the Special Educators Resource Room. If you're like me, you're always looking for ways to save time and streamline your work. That's why this podcast was created to give you the systems and solutions you need to get your time back. Tune in for tips, tricks, and tools that will help you manage your workload and make the most of your time. Whether you're brand new or experienced, all are welcome in the Special Educators Resource Room. Collaboration between the general education and special education teacher is key, especially when we're talking about teaching in the inclusion classroom setting. Hey, special educators, it's Jennifer from Positively Learning. So glad that you're tuning in to this very important topic. Now, I'm not going to be spending a lot of time trying to convince anyone that collaboration is crucial. I think that's going to happen by default, and chances are you already know how important it is if you're listening to this episode. Instead, what I'd like to do is bust some myths. I know that there's a lot of insecurity, worries, um, maybe formed opinions about co-teaching. And it's often based on our experiences. And those experiences may not have been the best. I'm here to bust those myths. I am here to hopefully provide some reassurance that co-teaching, collaborating with general educators is very much worth it, not only for the relationship between you and another educator, but really the impact it has on student learning. All right, I know you know all of that, so let's get to the myths. Let's kick it off with a big one. I know that many of you have felt this way. Myth number one, special education teachers are just classroom aides. Yikes. I think that for someone who is not informed, maybe someone on the outside looking in, it can look like this. The reality, of course, is both gen ed and special ed teachers are bringing a wealth of knowledge and expertise and training to the classroom. They're both essential. While general education teachers may be focused on delivering the core content to the whole group, special education teachers are there to provide that holistic approach. We know that whole child and the challenges that we're working with and their strengths. And we can adapt the strategies that are being used for both their academic needs and their social emotional. We're also there to advocate for students in that whole group setting. And yes, this may look like we are assisting one-on-one with students, but we're also supporting the general education teacher by sharing some of the strategies that we know that work and modeling what accommodations can look like. Okay, so I hadn't planned on sharing any personal stories in this episode. We don't have time for that, but there is one that I think is really important. So over the years, I had many co-teachers, and some of these partnerships were amazing and some not so much. There's one co-teacher that I taught with for several years in a row, and we had fine-tuned the process. It was pretty magical. So I was excited because we were having admin come in and do a lengthy observation. And this admin was familiar with both of us. We loved her. I was excited for her to see what we were doing. So imagine my reaction when I read the feedback and there was no mention of me in the classroom, no mention of what we were doing 
collaboratively. And I was disappointed. I was not pleased. I think I spoke up about it. And it's no surprise, right? There are so many times special educators are kind of left out or forgotten, but this really bothered me. And I'm just sharing this story to tell you that it happens. Even the most informed observers that should know better, it still gets missed. So it is a blow to our ego, but we know that we are there for the students and we are there to support the general educator and what we are doing is so important. So if it happens to you, I am so sorry. I've been there and it just plain sucks. So hang in there and reach out if you need any support. All right, moving on to myth number two. Ooh, this next one's a doozy as well. Myth number two, only the special education teacher should be working with students with special needs. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. Collaboration means that both teachers are actively involved in supporting all students. So it's shared responsibility. It's shared understanding, which is, of course, what we're bringing to the table. As a special educator, you're not just working with students on your caseload, but you're working with every student in that classroom and vice versa. That's what inclusion is. Okay, so how are we only to myth number three? All right, this one. Collaboration diminishes the role of the general educator. I don't even know what to say about this. So collaboration is actually enhancing the strengths of both the general education teacher and the special education teacher. Both roles are so important. And when we combine our expertise, it just enhances the experience for both ourselves as the adults in the room, but of course for the students. Think of it as amplifying the strength of every educator who's in that classroom. General educators can bring critical expertise in those content areas. And special educators, we can provide strategies for differentiation. So when you combine both of those, you get this well-rounded and extremely effective experience. Was that even a myth? I mean, who would have thought that, right? All right, myth number four. Collaborative teaching is only beneficial for students with special needs. All right, so obviously not true at all. I think we all know that. I think this myth may stem from just the logistics of all of it. So for example, at the school I taught at, we had six general education classrooms per grade. It's a huge school. And two of those general education classrooms were using a co-teaching model. And that was because for the entire grade, we had one special educator and there's only one, one person, one staff member. So we put students who received service minutes, we divided into two different general education classrooms and the special educator would push into both of them. And I think that's why we may think, oh, this is only benefiting students with special needs because they're in those two classrooms. That's why we're using co-teaching in the first place. I mean, I can't can't even say that. It just doesn't even make sense, right? All right, so let's bust that myth. So in reality, all of the students are benefiting from this collaborative classroom approach. They're getting access to the diverse teaching methods. They're getting access to additional resources and a more inclusive environment, which really prepares all students for real world interactions. You guys, I can't with these myths. <laughs> all right, myth number five. I can't believe this one, but maybe somebody out there needs to hear this explanation. Collaborative teaching means double the work for both teachers. 
Okay, so initially it might feel that way because initial planning, you might have to get more like coordinated efforts and communication. Then you can start streamlining it and sharing responsibilities and you can kind of reduce what it feels like duplicate efforts. I do have a co-teaching manual and it has lots of different types of planning sheets and guides that help you get there. And yes, just sitting down, just finding time in your schedule initially to get this ball rolling is going to require what feels like maybe double the time, but that's quickly going to go the other direction as you start sharing those responsibilities and you can find that you are better equipped to handle challenges in the classroom, combine your efforts. That should actually do the opposite. It's going to be less time that you're going to have to be figuring it out all by yourself. All right. And you know what? I have 10 myths to share. We've gotten through five and I am sitting here like practically sweating because I'm getting so worked up. I just believe so strongly in this. I know that you do as well. And it's just sometimes shocking to us, right? That people still think some of these things. That's why it's so important to bust these myths. Um, But I'm not going to be able to do them all today. So please be sure to come back next week. I'm going to do myths six through 10. We'll just pick it up where we left off. In the meantime, I do have a blog post all about co-teaching. I also talked all about this in episode six. So be sure to go check that out. And I will be right back with myths six through 10. Thanks so much for being awesome. Let me know if you have any questions and I'll catch you next time in the special educators resource room. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm dying to ask, what'd you think? Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. You can find the show notes and links for everything mentioned in this episode at PositivelyLearningBlog.com. See you next week for more special education solutions.